Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratoga Best. We are hoping that the recording is good. Um, today, we're in Parsha Shmois, and we want to talk about the number 70. Now, that's really good for anybody who is 70 years old, or somebody who has been 70 years old, or somebody who's planning to be 70 years old. There's something about 70 we're going to see, since Shmois is about, um, it's about Going down into gullus, into darkness, um, and finding out a shocking truth that while you're descending into gullus, into darkness, you're actually emerging into the light at that very same second. That's quite revolutionary. Um, the old way used to be you have to go through darkness for a long time and you know eventually you'll get to the light. But to hear the revolution that the second that you begin to go down into Gullah, you know, Elish by these are the names of the Jewish people going down into Mitzrayim. The minute we went down into Egypt, it was no good. It was not good. So, you know, and we went with these Geula names, etc. But the fact is, it, that was the beginning of some pretty tough stuff. I mean, that's why we make the pace updaters. You know, little joke, uh, if not for going into Mitzrayim, you wouldn't have to clean your house for Pesach. <laughs> so that's enough reason to say, oi, Gavald, we went into, we went down into Mitzrayim, you know, why, 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 you know, why, why couldn't we stay home in Eretz Yisrael? And I, I could just, I could, I could happily sail from Hanukkah, uh, flow into the beauty of the summer months and, you know, go scuba diving, um, you know, from Hanukkah, I, I seamlessly, I sleep, seamlessly just float into the beautiful summer months. But no, we have to have Pesach in between to clean those for Pesach. And it's tough. Can't even enjoy Hanukkah. And that's all because we went down into Mitzrayim. So that's a bit of a joke to say going down into Mitzrayim was uh, not the most fun thing we ever did. Is that a way to say it? Right? So here's the revolution, and here comes along the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe saying, Chassidus tells us, Tyra tells us, that as we go down into Mitzrayim, the Medrash is saying, we came down with Geula names, because as we were going into the darkness of Gullus, we were actually coming simultaneously emerging into the light of Geula. That's a brain teaser that you have to, you have to take that piece of information and you have to superimpose it on your everyday life and say, hmm, if this is true, which the Medrash says it's true and Tyrus says it's true and Tyrus the Chassidus says it's true, then uh, what do I do with that? And how do I activate it? So it turns out that there's something about the number 70 that is the tool we're activating this reality. Now, that's why I'm saying, if you're planning to turn 70 one day, or you did turn 70, or you are currently 70, good news for you, because you get to experience 70. And maybe if you're in your, you know, between 70 and 80, so you get 10 years of being 70, maybe. So that's good. And that would actually sync up with the idea that, um, Although we feel that we're getting older and a lot of things are going downhill, there is one thing in the brain, you know, oh, I don't remember. 
I forgot to buy orange juice. What happened to my memory now that I got older? As if anybody remembers anything anymore. But one of the things we know is um, there's a part of the brain that only starts to mature or something like after 60 or something like that, 70. It only, it just gets better and better. And that is the intuitive wise part of the brain. So not everything's downhill after 65. Um, you know, there are various perks. Um, but besides that, the person starts to develop wisdom. They really start at 40, but at 60 and then really at 70, there's a, there's a, and then 80, there's a great level of wisdom that's endowed on a person internally from within their brain that gives them the ability to be a leader, what I call leader of life, um, in the world, which is what, exactly what the world wants now. So let's look at this concept of, of 70. Um, and see where it's rooted. All right. So, talking about the Pesach Seder, this is the famous Mishnah from the Pesach Seder. You know, that same Pesach Seder that you have to think about now, getting ready for the Seder. How many months will it take? So it says in the Haggadah of Pesach, it says, Amar Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, Harei Shana. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah says, I was like 70 years old. That's the key. Ding, ding, ding. Here's, here's the beginning of the tool. Here you are. You're talking about, at the Pesach Seder, you're talking about, what was us? We went down to Mitzrayim. We became slaves. We're still, still trying to unslave ourselves. Now we're slaves to the media. Um, and we're st- trying to become unslaved. Um, out of slavery, and we're trying to get from Gullahs to Gaula. And in this whole scenario, Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah comes along, and we, and he's the central figure of the Pesach Seder, and he says, I am like 70 years old. And of course, we know the story that he was like 70 years old. We know that Rebbe Gamliel was a Nazi. Rebbe Gamliel had an approach that was very, that wasn't working at that point. He had a very, he had an approach, the Rebbe says, that it was an approach from Geula. But it wasn't working. I guess he had a much stricter approach. His approach, and we'll see in, a, in the next couple of days, he said, if your inside and your outside do not match, you don't belong in my base medrash. He would really manage really well today, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. You have to be consistent inside and out. I guess in those generations, you could be. In this one, in this generation, you cannot. So, but whatever it was, I don't know the details of what exactly he did that just didn't fit, but he was deposed as the Nasi. And he was replaced, everybody knows, by Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah. Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah had an entirely different approach. You know, come on in, hee-haw, come on in. If you want to be here, you can be here. So, but what was the thing? Of course, we know. He was 18 years old. Well, how can you be the head of the sun head if you're 18 years old? You have a black beard. Nobody's, you know, come on. You know, they're going to make mincemeat out of you. So, of course, we know the story that overnight he grew 18 white hairs or something, a number of white hairs. And now he, um, he looks like 70 years old. Perfect. And, of course, also I think he was a Gilgul of, of um, he was a Gilgul of Shmuel Anavi. 
so 52, who passed away is 52. So 52 and 18 is 70. Good. So, great. So he's saying, I'm like 70 years old. All right. Now, why do I need to know, in the middle of the Pesach Seder, that uh, Rebel Ezer ben here he is, his whole Indian is taking you from Gullus to Geula. That's his whole Indian. And so he's saying, for that, you need to be 70 or hope to be 70 one day, or you need this 70 energy. Maybe it's not your age, but you need to walk around. You could be 43 years old, but you need to be 70 in your soul. Like 70 is where it's at. That's good. These days, I don't know, you see everybody online, like they're celebrating. Everybody's turning 70. I don't know how that happens. And they go online. Once upon a time, if you were 70, you didn't tell anybody. These days, you go on COL, you make a big birthday party, you see them say for right? Everybody's turning 70. It's just unbelievable. I don't know how the whole world's 70. And then once they turn 70, they don't seem to get any older. Right, right, right. 70 is the new 50, 50 is the new 30, exactly. 80 is the new 50. So, but there's energy of 70. Now he said, why do I need to tell you that I, 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 I'm, I'm, I have the energy of 70? Because I want to tell you that I was not zaycha to talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim at night. And to, in other words, me talking about coming out of Gullus, coming out of the darkness, when life is dark at night, I could not talk about it. Don't ask me to talk about it, about coming out of darkness when life is dark. I can't talk about it unless I have the energy of 70. He yeah. said, until right, Ben Zayma came along and said, this is what you have to do. You have to remember, you, every single minute, you have to remember coming out of Mitzrayim, come out of your limitations every minute. That's the trick. Come, how do you go from dark to light? Every minute you come out of your limitations. We would say, um, that's very easy to say, you know, like, 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 let's practice it on small things, right? So if I burned my tongue on the tea, right, we'll, we'll say it on silly, ridiculous things. So that was a minute ago. Oh, well, well right now, you know, or right now, for instance, we could say, you know, I feel like, oh, wow, my life is just a mess. Well, right now, is your life a mess? No, we're all sitting here together in this hotel having a good time. We're being recreated. Right. So within that space, again, it's not a simple thing to do. Within that space of the world is being created at this, this very second, you know, what me worry, I was just created a second ago. It's not a simple thing to do. And no one would have the chutzpah to tell anybody else to do it, but Rebel Azar ben Azaria says it, so he can get away with it. So he's saying that Ben Zayma said, that there are three times that you have to see yourself, you have to remember that we once came out of Mitzrayim we, and, and we're going to do it again. I mean, right? Because if we think that, you know, how could we ever come out of Gullah? Well, so Rebbe Le- Rebbe Ben Zayma says, didn't we once before? We're like, we did it, we did it. Right. We did it. We did it, we're not going to do it. Right. We once did it before, right? Rabbi Friedman used to say that. If you're a bald shuva, and you changed your entire life from one extreme to the other, you're one of the few people who knows how to do that. So you have to just have to keep doing it again and again and again. People who never change their life from one extreme to the other, they don't know how. What do you want them to do? But since you already did it, so you know how the, you know, you know the pattern. Rinse and, rinse and repeat, you know. So Ben what? Right. So Ben Zayma is saying, when are the three times that you have to see yourself coming out of Mitzrayim? Um, all the days of your life. What does that mean? 
ימי חייך, להביא הלילות, בימים, remember the days, remember coming out of Mitzrayim when life is good. That means daytime, you know, right, it's lichtik, life is good. When life is good, remember we came out of Mitzrayim. By the way, why do you want to remember coming out of Mitzrayim? Life is good. I don't have any problems at this second. Why do you have to remind me of Gullah? A minute from now, you know. Right? Plus, obviously, obviously, if I think life is good now, hmm, this is not called good life. I mean, it is on one level, but Gula is the real good life, right? This is like a temporary, but this is still a temporary, you know, at this minute, you know, when, that's why I keep saying this year, when we're in a hakel, we feel relief. So we walk out of the hakel. Right? There is, you feel it. That's my experience. <coughs> you feel, you feel while you're sitting in a hakel, I'm safe. As soon as you walk out, oh no, I better go back to another hot show. But that seems to be, that seems to be the experience this year. It's almost like when you're in a hot show, you step into a gaula bubble. So Ben Zayna says, um, remember your tismet rhyme during the day when life is good. Because this is still a limitation. This is really not real life. You know, okay, so I, my car works, like, come on, this is not real life. So remember, so realize I'm still in a limitation. Now, remember life that we came out of Mitzrayim when life is not good at night. You don't have to explain that one. What obviously. Do you mean at night? Like when, 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 no, no, no. At night means when life is difficult, we should or remember. Right, Balayla. Right. So then we have to remember there is an end to this. There is an end to the darkness. It's not. This is not forever. And then the last thing is Chachamim Aimrim. Chachamim say Even in Yemaisa Mashiach, you're going to remember. You're going to be coming out of Mitzrayim. That seems strange, right? You got there. Now you can relax. Still, you're coming out of Mitzrayim. It feels like that's the whole thing, and somehow that's connected to seventy. When you'll be in Yemaisa Mashiach, that means... This is Yemaisa Mashiach. We are now... Yemaisa right, Mashiach. that's true. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. And you have to remember. And also... 70 right, 70 is 770. I didn't think of that. Right. That's very, that's very interesting. Right. So, um, so here's the question. So he's saying, so the Chachamim is saying, even in Yemaisa Mashiach, we're always going to remember coming out of Mitzrayim. We say it in Shema every day. Yeah. So here's the question. What does this have to do with Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah? Why is the Mishnah telling us that the day that he became Nasi, just like the day the Rebbe became Nasi, what did the Rebbe say? Basi Lagani. He was saying, this is my mission statement. This is what I'm here to accomplish in this generation. That means, and the day that any Nasi becomes Nasi, the mimer, he says, is his mission statement. This is what I'm here to accomplish. So Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah is saying, I am here to accomplish bringing everybody out of Mitzrayim, their limitations to Geula. 
That day, he was appointed as Nasi. Um, um, and this applies to us. That somehow it's connected with 70. About every single yin, and especially with when you learn Tyra in, in your own things, and your connection with Rebbe Lazar ben Azaria, I am like 70. There's something about 70. So what is the thing about 70? 70 gives you the ability to transfer from darkness to light. Okay. To get out of your... When you're feeling, if it's a small darkness or a big darkness, God forbid, to get from Mitzrayim, to get out of Egypt. You're in slavery. Right? I know I shouldn't eat that pastry, but I'm going to. Boom, I'm a slave to, to Pharaoh. How do I get out of it? Jump into the energy of 70. Without the energy of 70, it's very difficult to do. But in the energy of 70, whatever it is, you can do it. So here's a little hint. 70 is what number in Hebrew? What letter? Ayin. And Ayin means? I. Ayin de Kedusha. When we have the visibility of holiness, when we have holy eyes and we see, see light from a point of view of what's called Das Elyon, the, 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 the higher perspective, then um, we have completely different cultures. I think I said, you know, we heard that story from Rabbi Min that one of the, Rabbi Heston, wherever, many, many years ago, wrote to the Rebbe and said, this is completely, this shlusus, the, the fundraising of this or that is completely beyond my skill set. I can't. Maybe you need somebody, somebody else. And it was a whole answer from the Rebbe saying, I sent you Rabbi Hef, so go to him and get to know him and he'll, you know, you don't know who you are. I, I don't, it was such a good long story. I don't want to make You have the kaiches. You have the kaiches. And you don't know that. Right. But you don't know that. No, so who can help us to uh, define the crisis that means inside ourselves? How do we know we need the help sometimes? Okay, so one of the things, though, is the energy of 70. Rebbe Lazar ben says, that's what I'm here for. That's why we talk about him at the Pesach Seder. How does uh, the 70 help us to help us? So let's see. I, I don't know, but, 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 but let's see. So... Um, um, here, let's, just a sec, hold on, why do you remember, why do you have to, why do you say remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim, even in Yemaisa Mashiach, we're used to coming out of Mitzrayim as from bad to good, but what's the real definition of Eretz Mitzrayim? Right, the land of limitations. Melech, Para Melech Mitzrayim is the king of limitations. Limitations are always bad? No. Boundaries uh, are good. What? Boundaries are good. Why do I, why do I, I don't bring my glasses, I don't throw them in my bag. I bring them in a glasses case. And it's closed. And it's confined. They're confined. I don't want them to get scratched. So, they're, you know, some people say, ah, oh, you're so OCD, you know. No, I'm not taking my glasses unless I have my glasses case. Wait, I can't leave the house. Where's my glasses case? Just throw them in your bag. No, I don't want to just throw them in my bag. Why not? They'll get scratched. Okay, it's so OCD. 
I deal with that all the time. Yeah? Right? It's a limitation. So limitations are always bad. Right? I do know those people who never use glasses cases. The truth is they just keep buying new glasses. No, you know what's a really cute one? This is very funny. People in 770, yeah, I just shouldn't generalize. They're not super techie. They're not super techie. So I've sometimes said to my children, um, you know, people will say, hey, did you see this video? And they'll show me these long videos. And I'm like, wow, you must have an expensive plan with a lot of data. And my, 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 one of my sons said, they just don't know about data. Every once in a while they're saying, my phone is broken because the video doesn't work anymore. They didn't realize they used up their data. They don't know what data is. And they don't know somebody else pays for their plan. They don't know what the plan is or what that is. So every time the video doesn't seem to work, they think their phone is broken. They have to take it to the phone store. And they simply used up their data. Right? It's it's pretty cute. It's, no, the younger people know. But I'm saying the, like, real Hasidisha people, they don't quite know the data thing. So it's very, there's like, did you watch this video? I'm like, whoa. I, like, wait till I'm home with Wi-Fi to show those videos, you know, because it's using up too much of my data. So the, the idea of limitation. Oh, so the cute thing is the people who say, ah, I have to worry about data, shmata, you know. So uh, every once in a while they think their phone is broken. You know, or the people who put their glasses, they, they never use a glasses case. What do I need limitations for? So every two months they have to get a new pair of glasses because they're scratched. That's all. They they have their, they have their 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 way of of doing it. So we see that limitations are not necessarily bad. They're we could spend hours talking about the advantages and disadvantages of limitations. In your Mitzvah Mashiach, what you were today, what you were yesterday, which was amazing, is useless tomorrow. Seriously, oh my goodness, you are still holding by the way you were yesterday. You know, like. Ugh so old, you know, last millennium. <coughs> if any limitations, people are like, ew, limitations. Oh, my goodness. You think, oh, remember you said that yesterday? Like, yesterday? In fact, we're almost at that stage now where the younger generation, you know, you said yesterday. They say, yesterday? Who talked about yesterday? Like, where have you been? Oh, you're like some old buddy-duddy? Talk about yesterday? In my day, remember when our parents would do that to us? When I was your age, I was never bored. Oh, I remember that. When I was your age, I was never bored. We would sit outside and play jacks on the street. We never complained. I'm blind. I have nothing to do. I felt like I was the first one who was the first spoiled brat in all of history. Because I was, I, I don't believe it for a minute. You want to tell me my mother's generation was never bored? Baloney. They just remember, I was never bored. Yeah, I could also say, I was never bored. I never like, I'm bored, give me something. Okay, so the younger generation will say, you're going to talk to me about when I was your age. Like, I don't want to hear about when you were my age. That was 5,000 years ago. You're already 106 years old. And like before World War One, when you were a child, you know, when you were, who, who cares about this stuff? So when you might some Mashiach, Yesterday's perfect is today's ridiculously imperfect. Mm-hmm. Wow, that today you're better. Wow. 
And that's right, and that's a real chassid. So in Yemaisa Mashiach, there will be no room for um, what I was yesterday is perfectly fine. People will like, oh my goodness, like seriously, like, whoa, somebody better talk to her, have a discussion with her. You know, she's really suffering from delusions. <laughs> so can we see, right? You know, the poor thing, she actually, you know, it's kind of like, it'll be like, when you, hey, you, you want to go, you want to go to Chicago? Uh, they'll say, yeah, call the wagon driver and let's go. And you're like, what wagon driver are you talking about? You know, we're like, no, there's a, there's a wedding, there's a hoop in New Jersey. They asked a lot of people to come. They say, let's, let's go call the wagon driver. Like, wagon driver? <laughs> call the balagala. It's like, huh? What, 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 what's going on here, right? You don't know what they're talking about. They're living in an old reality. Of, of like nobody calls the wagon driver to take them to the wedding in New Jersey, so so it'll be like that. And you might see Mashiach to say, you know, yesterday, and they're like, yesterday, like ooh, 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 you know, ooh, ooh. So that'll be the whole thing of you might see Mashiach. You'll jump from level to level to level. Otherwise, let me ask you something: If you're going to live forever in you might see Mashiach, you think it might get a little boring if you are fine with yesterday's reality unless we're jumping from one level to the other that's a lot of time forever is a lot of time to just kind of like same old same old same old every second so obviously the reality will be the fact that the world is being created every second we're going to actually experience it and there are just infinite worlds of yumminess in that that's what it, that's probably what it is. So here, here is, here is the, the, the point. Remember we said the tool of 70. Um, I hope I can do this justice. Geulah's Mitzrayim, I'm not Geulah's Mitzrayim revolutionized something about Geulah. When we came out of Mitzrayim was Mishadish. A Chiddush was created in the Indian of Geulah. The pipeline was opened. For every single Gullus to come, for the Geula, the, the, when we came out of, out of Mitzrayim, the possibility was inserted into every Gullus that it, it, it becomes a Geula in one second, or it can. That's intense, right? That's something. The possibility was inserted. As we were coming in, I was like, hey, guys, we're leaving. Grab your matzah. Quick, quick, quick! Grab your grab, grab your dough, put it on your back. We're leaving. And yes, right. We won't have right. No more, no more process. And that's start. And that started. So some people were excited. You know, hey, we're leaving Mitzrayim. You know, grab your dough. And other people were excited. They they're saying, are you feeling what's happening? And they're saying, I don't know. I know we got to get out of here fast. And they're saying. Do you understand that at this very second, whoever, probably only Maishar Benu experienced it, at this very second, there is a profound change happening in the world from above to below, which is every Gullus now turns into Gaula simultaneously. There's no more process that's necessary. It's not like we will have to, we did the 200 years of Gullus. We're done. We're done. 
I, I really do remember those summers when in the bungalow colonies, when I would say, I have to organize all the, get boxes and organize all the clothes in boxes and this, and one day, and I felt guilty every single morning. You know, I have to organize the clothes better. One day I woke up and I said, the same guilt, and I said, wait a minute, we're leaving next week. I don't have to do it. <laughs> we're going back to the city. Forget about the boxes and organizing the clothes. It's done. Like It's over. It's over. That one, it's over. I waited long enough. It's just over. So that idea of, you know, the process of Gaulus to Gula, the thing that happened at the second when we came out of Mitzrayim is that the possibility for Gaula and Gaulus and Gaula to be at the same moment in the same micro bubble started okay, so forever. Is it the same intensity? It's, it's, Misery versus <coughs> Simka at the same time? Probably. Well, it feels like it's it. The same, the same degree. It's a good question. Is it the same degree? Right. That the the intensity of dark and light at the same time? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't want to be an expert on dark and light, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But if we... No, no, I don't. I don't. If we were Zaycha, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim would have been the full Geula, and we would have had Hashem Yim Lach La'ilam Vad. And um, as we said, when we came out and we sang the Shira Sayyam, um, we would then have gone straight into Eretz Yisrael, but stuff got mixed in in the middle, and we're still seemingly in the process. So, here is the conclusion. This is like, put it in big, red, bold letters. Alpiza Yeshlamer, we can say, Amitisa inin from Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is Yemaisa Mashiach. What does that mean in English? What is the truth of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, of coming out of Mitzrayim? What is it really? When you are coming out of Mitzrayim, what is it really? It's really Yemaisa Mashiach. The inner core of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, of coming out of Mitzrayim, is really Yemaisa Mashiach. So what's really happening? Like, hey guys, we're coming out of Mitzrayim. This is Yemaisa Mashiach. Isn't it the inner core the whole time? That's yeah. Is that just coming out? I'm just reading the words. I'm just the translator here. You just have a tiny what you're going down to. You're right. I don't know. But watch these two realities. The true, Amit is the Indian of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is Yemaisa Mashiach. The truth of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, what's really happening when you're coming out of Mitzrayim, is that is Yemaisa Mashiach, the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, and fact number two. Fun fact number one and fun fact number two. Fun fact number one is the true Indian, the true Indian of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is, um, is Gu'ula, is Yemaisa Mashiach. Fact, fun fact number one. And fun fact number two, the Pneumius of Yemaisa Mashiach is Gu'ula Mitzrayim. The inner quality of Yemaisa Mashiach is Gu'ula Mitzrayim. So that means, Okay, so Okay, so we're this and actually we didn't come today to explaining what is the uh, energy of 70. That'll have to be tomorrow. What but, uh, right, uh, a, a vis- visibility of holiness, but Seventy somehow, Rebbe Lazar Ben Azaria, Rebbe uh, Lazar Ben Azaria said, "If you want to go from Gullus to Geula, 
then if you want to go from Mitzrayim, from the place where you're stuck, anybody here stuck? Raise your hand. Ding, 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 ding. I'm stuck. You're not stuck emotionally? Everybody's stuck. So if you want to go from where you're stuck in Mitzrayim, you know, a slave to Paro, some a, a stuck, I feel this, I think this, I eat this, I drink this, I don't go to sleep on time, whatever it is. If you want to go from there to there, you need the energy of 70, which um, that's what we're going to find out tomorrow. What is the energy of 70? And if it's frustrating, well, now we know where you're stuck. You're in your frustration. Okay, but that's a bad joke. But but um, that's like the people when you say, gee, I really would appreciate if you didn't do that to me. And they say, smile. Don't tell me to smile. Just don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So anyway, I'm justifying that I didn't get to the 70 today. But I'm going to end with this one little, this one little revolution, which we'll pick up again tomorrow, which is the minute we were coming out of Mitzrayim, we were experiencing a revolution. A Indian of Yetzirah Mitzrayim is Yemaisa Mashiach. So when you're coming out of a limitation, you know what's really happening? Oh, sorry, we were saying before, but I didn't record it. You cannot come. Slaves cannot go to, come out of Mitzrayim. No slave ever escaped. You can't. Hashem did not break that rule when he took us out. He said, let's just, like the story of the Yid who had a lung disease, and he was told to move to Eretz Yisrael. Why? No, well, because in, in, in the, the one who Paskins, um, in, in Europe said that if a chicken or whatever, an animal has such a lung disease, it's trace, meaning it dies. But the Svardic way of Paskening in Eretz Yisrael was that if an animal has such a lung disease, it's not trace, meaning it can live. So the Yid was told, move to Eretz Yisrael, where the Rabbanim Paskin that way, because with such a lung disease, they Paskin that it's not fatal. In Europe, they Paskin that it's fatal. You can't, if you live in Europe, you'll die. But if you live in the place where the psaktin is that this lung ailment is, is not fatal, you'll be fine. So Hashem is not breaking the rules. You can't ever escape from Mitzrayim. A slave cannot ever escape. So first of all, Hashem is saying, wait a minute, look at the words. A slave could never escape from Mitzrayim. He says you have to be slaves. Oh, that's, you got a point there. It doesn't say free men could never get out of Mitzrayim. It says slaves could never. Well, hey, you guys. Get free. Why do you, then you'll get out of Mitzrayim. It doesn't say free men never got out of Mitzrayim. No slave ever escaped. So number one, don't escape. Walk out, you know, the way they do over here, like, you know, steal the tires in broad daylight, God forbid. Walk out, in, walk out as a free man in broad daylight. Don't escape. Walk out of Mitzrayim as a free man, literally. That is the way it's going to be in Yemaisa Mashiach. Nobody's breaking rules here. You want to get out? And no slave could ever get out of Mitzrayim. So switch to being a free man and don't try to escape. Just walk right out because it's your right. Because in Yemaisa Mashiach, you will be free. You won't ever be a slave. And you're always going to just walk in or walk out at your will. Because you'll, you'll, it'll be a totally different thing. So let's just do that one. No breaking the rules here. Just do it from a different, a different frequency. Wait, wait, I'm just going to finish this. That's fact, fun fact number one. And fun fact number two is, so that means when we're coming out of Mitzrayim, this is Yemaisa Mashiach. We're tuning into the Yemaisa Mashiach energy. And fun fact number two is, 
the truth, the Pneumis and Yanim. What is Yemaisa Mashiach really? It's coming out of limitations. When we'll be in Yemaisa Mashiach, we will be coming out of limitations constantly, and that'll be fun. No, we're having fun now. We're having fun now. We have people now, right now. So, we should step into that reality immediately now, and we'll find out how the number 70 is the go-to tool to do it tomorrow in Mr. Shem, and may we find ourselves in the Gula Amitis Vashlema. Oh, good.